This is Casey Hendrickson on News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel, your breaking news and weather station. And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. And again, R&B Car Company, they're our sponsor for the uh, the half hour. Go to rbcarcompany.com if you're looking for a used car, truck, van, uh, SUV, or crossover. They have those available there. So pretty interesting developments with Hunter Biden since Friday night. First of all, we learned Friday night that the FBI's top child pornography agent is investigating so the contents, some of the contents on the Hunter Biden laptop. Uh, remember, the Biden campaign and the Biden representatives have never said that the, the contents of the laptop were not authentic. They've never said that. In fact, they have said specifically that they're not saying they're not authentic. Uh, we also have one of the former business partners to Hunter Biden, who is in jail right now, confirming he was on that email uh, th- the email string, if you will, with some of those emails that we learned about with the Hunter Biden laptop. He has confirmed the authenticity of those. The intelligence community has come out and said that there is no evidence whatsoever that the the Hunter Biden laptop contents are a Russian disinformation campaign. That would have never made any sense anyway. Again, Hunter Biden took his laptop to a computer repair place, never picked it up. And when they saw the contents of the laptop, they turned it over to the FBI. Now, this is where things get real interesting. And Republicans are asking the Department of Justice, if you guys have had this, why haven't you done anything with it? What's going on here? So there's a lot of little weird developments with, again, the FBI covering something up uh, that could hurt uh, one of the prominent Democrats from the Obama administration one more time. Uh, Then you have... Where is the other thing? Uh, So here we go. This is back. So in September, a a Chinese dissident predicted that there was going to be a laptop bombshell that was going to happen. My apologies. I don't even know if you guys can hear it. It sounds like an elephant is trying to hammer their way down through the floor of uh, of my kids. uh, Well, I guess it's my ceiling, but it's their floor. Uh, So anyway, the whistleblower movement inside of the Chinese Communist Party is growing. And that's how we get a lot of the information that we get. It's how we learned about the Wuhan coronavirus. We learned about it because of whistleblowers in China on December 19th telling the world that there's a virus that is happening in China. We also now have documents that show that China was dealing with outbreaks of the virus as early as September possibly even further back. So we get that information from these whistleblowers. Well, these whistleblowers had known about um, honey traps and drug scandals and things like that with Hunter Biden for some time. And there was an effort to cover that up. Well, they have some whistleblowers that made sure that people got the, the information and they got it at the right time. Uh, one of those people that they're saying is Rudy Giuliani. Now, again, this is a story from September. This is not a story from right now. This is a story from September. And where is, uh, see, there are three very important hard drives that have been sent to the DOJ. That's what this guy said. 
They gave these to the DOJ, but someone within the DOJ working for Biden held it up. Now, keep in mind, they said this in September, and we know that the computer repair guy sent the hard drive from the laptop to the FBI, which is in the Department of Justice. We now have Republicans asking the FBI, why didn't you tell anybody that you had these hard drives? And why haven't you done anything with these hard drives? What's going on? Why are we just learning about this right now? Because Rudy Giuliani is exposing Hunter Biden and everything that's on this laptop. But in God's will, a fellow fighter of our whistleblower movement, he won't mention the name, made sure in the end that it was passed to President Trump. Now, being passed to President Trump could mean indirectly. Uh, so somebody could have told Rudy Giuliani, like, you need to take a look at this. There's, this is a... This is something that is going on that you're not being told about. Now, again, how true is this? I don't know, but it is remarkably accurate considering it is a story from September. So you got a whistleblower in September saying that there's hard drives out there for Hunter Biden that have been turned over to the Department of Justice, but nothing has happened. They've been kept quiet. They've been hidden. And they say because of somebody who is working on behalf of the Bidens, and then lo and behold, we find out that there is at least one hard drive with very incriminating evidence on it for Hunter Biden, which may potentially implicate Joe Biden in something. We don't know that yet. Um, considering all of these predictions of September have now come true, you have to wonder if this guy was on to something. Now let's take a look at how NPR is trying to cover for the Bidens here. Remember, NPR is your taxpayer-funded news service. Um, NPR runs with this, this article, experts say attack on Hunter Biden's addiction deepens stigma for millions. No, not at all. Not remotely. That is not even what any of this is about. This isn't about Hunter Biden's drug addiction. Are people making snide comments about his drug addiction? Absolutely. Is it relevant? Yup. Because if you are using your dad's position as vice president of the United States of America, as there is a lot of evidence that would seem to suggest was happening, and you are securing business deals which financially benefit your dad, and you've been accused of not one but two crimes, Joe Biden, by a foreign government in relation to those business deals, um, yeah, perhaps, perhaps your addiction was motivating you to get in bed with some unscrupulous people. Perhaps that happened. But does this stigmatize people who are addicts? No. If the rumors are true, and if Hunter Biden was engaging with prostitution rings that engage in trafficking, that is a major, major problem. His drug addiction is somewhat irrelevant there. In fact, his drug addiction will be used by many as an excuse and a defense of his behavior. What do we know about Hollywood? How many times have you heard me say this over the years? You could be the biggest pile of crap in Hollywood, and all you have to do to get forgiveness is to go out there and go, I'm an addict and I'm going to rehab. Oh, you're so, so brave, so brave. You're at rehab for a week. Because all celebrities get over being drug addicts in a week. And you come out and you go, I have seen the light of day. I am clean. Everything is going to be better from now on. And everybody applauds you. They give you some some uh, cursory movie roles or some lifetime movie, movie roles to ease you back into things. And there you go. You're
career is ripe or it was, you're still snorting whatever you're snorting, smoking whatever you're smoking, inject whatever you're injecting, and still being the same old scumbag you were before. But now everybody thinks that you have an addiction, and therefore it is somehow an excuse. So NPR is out there telling you, yeah, you really shouldn't be talking about Hunter Biden because it stigmatizes people with addiction. No, shut up. This is not just some small little story, and it certainly isn't a conspiracy theory. We have Hunter Biden with Secret Service protection flying on Air Force Two with his dad and having meetings that are highly dubious with members of the Chinese Communist Party that are giving him millions of dollars. We have allegations that part of these deals were to give Joe Biden some possible ownership in some of these Chinese Communist companies. Again, we don't make the rules. We're just expected to follow those rules. And Democrats have told you for five years now, you're not allowed to have international business dealings with Ukraine, with Russia, with China, or any other country that isn't seen as, well, really any other country other than England and Australia. As long as you have a business relationship with anybody over there, or if anybody could even interpret in the smallest, slightest way that you're using your position in government to enrich your relatives or yourself, you don't deserve to be in the White House. And here we have hard drives and years worth of emails and documents saying that Hunter Biden and Joe Biden may have been doing just that. So if you're a Trump, you have to be thrown out of the White House if you do it. If you're a Biden, it has to be completely ignored. But it's not just this scandal. It's not just this one. You see, there's a lot. There's a lot of other ones. Oh, and by the way, the GOP has filed an FEC complaint against Twitter over blocking the Hunter Biden articles, plural. Now, Twitter not only blocked the New York Post article, okay, so they, they blocked an, an accredited media institution. They blocked that. They then blocked the, the House Republicans who posted the article on their official government page. They then blocked all of the articles that updated after that. Meanwhile, you've got Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey running around and saying, hey, this is inexcusable. We shouldn't be handling this, this, uh, this story this way. And yet, yet, we have all of these Twitter and Facebook executives who used to work with prominent Democrats or with the Democratic Congressional Campaign Committees. They're all blocking these stories. While, while they are taking down executive branch government officials official accounts and they're taking down the trump campaign's official account do you realize that uh, social media has censored the trump campaign 65 times they have censored the biden campaign zero and this is problematic because the biden campaign has had demonstrably false political ads that ran on those networks and demonstrably false posts that they posted on their accounts anyway None of which, none of which, and we've documented many of them here pointing out the hypocrisy, none of which were censored. Accurate things that the president posted were censored. This is a real problem. I've tried telling you about this many, many, many times. So the GOP has now filed an FEC complaint, Federal Election Commission complaint, against Twitter over blocking of these articles on Hunter Biden, which are legitimate news stories. There is zero evidence that they are inauthentic or fake all of the evidence points to them being authentic including hunter biden's own lawyer contacting the computer repair person and asking for the hard drives back and an email confirming that phone call by the way all of these things 
corroborate the story and the intelligence community coming out there and telling you nothing suggests at all in any way that this is a Russian disinformation campaign, which would have been impossible to pull off considering Hunter Biden is the one that chose to take his computer to a repair place. He picked the repair place. He has that repairman. That repairman is the one who saw the questionable content and notified the FBI. The Russian government, the GRU, did not come up with that scheme and steer Hunter Biden to do all of that. That would be impossible. But it's not just the Hunter Biden story that has been squashed as far as scandals are concerned within the Biden camp. I'll go over a few more coming up. 95.3 MNC. And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. So some of the things that the media has censored on this, and uh, I just posted on the live stream, I just posted an article to uh, to uh, one of my favorite writers, Ash Show. Uh, she wrote an article which says basically what I've been saying about past week and a half on the the double standard and the hypocrisy, particularly of Twitter with not allowing the Hunter Biden story to be posted on their platform um, when just a week before. And and again, their reasoning for that was they didn't want to encourage hacking because the material, which was not hacked, they were saying was hacked material. Meanwhile, the week before that, they allowed all sorts of posts about Trump's taxes, which again happened because somebody broke the law and gave the paper his taxes. <clears throat> and then they continue to allow people to post lying about those taxes uh, with things like he only paid $750 in taxes, which is a demonstrable lie that did not happen. Uh, that was simply uh, part of the the balance forward that was being, uh, we discussed that routinely. He had overpaid in taxes and he had to pay the full amount up front, millions of dollars. So again, it's just, it's a condensed version of it. It's written well. Uh, she's one of my favorite columnists, and she does a really good job of kind of highlighting those things in, in the formatics that she uses. So it's not just the Hunter Biden thing. So there's a bunch of other so-called scandals that the media has squashed. Now, this is an article from Scott Whitlock. Some scandals are more important than others. This week, media outlets are doing their best to contain the fallout from a bombshell story by the New York Post alleging secret evidence of Hunter Biden's corrupt dealings with the Ukrainian gas company, as well as Joe Biden's knowledge, uh, Joe, Joe Biden's knowledge of it. Yet four years ago this week, journalists were doing everything they could to protect their former president, uh, Bill Clinton, and potential president Hillary Clinton. After the access Hollywood tape leaked of Donald Trump making vulgar comments, journalists jumped all over it. Uh, let's see, Media Research Center's Tim Graham showed the disparity in how they covered disgusting talk by Donald Trump versus shocking acts of actual violence by Bill Clinton. Graham uh, broke down each Clinton accusation versus the continually mounting Access Hollywood scandal. For Paula Jones, uh, he, for Paula Jones, he explained on October 10th, the media's fascination with the Trump and Billy Bush tape keeps adding up. In the first three days of coverage, Friday evening through Monday morning, analysts determined the ABC, CBS, and NBC morning and evening news programs, which are the most watched in the country, have aired more than 150 minutes of coverage. Now, that is for the, the Trump tape. 
the feeding frenzy over Trump's crude sex talk dwarfs the media focus on Bill Clinton's crude sex talk and actions on February 11, 1994, which drew a total of 16 seconds. Just gives you an idea. There's more stories here that got squashed. I'll include it in the daily show prep as well. More coming up, 95.3 MNC. Uh, let's look at this. I want everyone to see this tonight. These are confirmed cases, right, in the United States on October 15th, the 14-day change. New cases are up 25%, but the death rate is down exactly. 2%. Now, Europe, exactly. it's, it's trending the other way. The death rate is not down. The death rate's going in the wrong direction in some of these European countries, again, showing that our approach opened up at least, you know, a lot of the country much smarter but we're still we're still hearing complaints about herd immunity is the worst thing ever dr osquick <laughs> herd immunity is how all pandemics end whether it's induced by the use of a vaccine or not under the age of 60 this virus acts as a, a prototype uh, coronavirus vaccine it makes you a little bit ill and you go move on look at our own president he had it he was on vitamin d zinc and pepsid he was sick for a few days and now you've seen him all this week campaigning. The man looks as robust and energetic as he ever has. Now, Dr. Fauci took another shot at that great Barrington declaration, Dr. O, which uh, of course is all the hundreds and hundreds of doctors, uh, healthcare professionals opposing lockdowns and other severe COVID restrictions. This is what he said. If you just let things rip and let the infection go, no masks, crowd, it doesn't make any difference. That, quite frankly, George, is ridiculous because what that will do is that there will be so many people in the community that you can't shelter, that you can't protect. So this idea that we have the power to protect the vulnerable is total nonsense. Dr. Osquia, your response to the great Anthony Fauci. Uh, I think uh, some have accused him of being responsible for this crime against humanity. The reality is never in human history have we locked down a whole society. You quarantine the sick. You quarantine the vulnerable. You don't shut down the whole country. What he's suggesting is scientifically antithetical and unsubstantiated. I'm shocked that this man has any sort of podium anymore. He's now, been wrong uh, so many times. It's terrible. I'm, I'm shocked that he's still heading the coronavirus task force. I That's am too. Still meeting. Why, why is he even still heading it at this point? He's been so wrong. Dr. Uh, Osby, I, I think the biggest mistake was involving yeah. him. Uh, Dr. Yeah. Osby, great to see you. Thank you so much. You. And here's right. a question. Now, that is Dr. Osby, who is a renowned U.S. cardiologist. He was on Laura Ingram's program. He is not alone. Uh, there was another white coat summit in Washington, D.C. over the weekend. Uh, Twitter has censored the top coronavirus task force advisor, Dr. Atlas. Twitter has censored one of the, the top doctors on the coronavirus task force in the United States. Let me say this again. Twitter has censored one of the top doctors on the coronavirus task force. Twitter has. What, now, you have to understand something. What Dr. Fauci was saying that you just heard in that clip is completely against what the world's most preeminent epidemiologists and virologists have said about the lockdowns. It is a complete opposite opinion as what is now considered the scientific and medical consensus on lockdowns. 
he is in the exact opposite position as the World Health Organization. And I realize that there's a bunch of people like, well, the World Health Organization hasn't been any good at this either. But the World Health Organization is finally of the opinion of what all of these top experts have been saying from the very beginning. Lockdowns were a bad idea. Remember, the lockdowns only happened because of a flawed study by the Royal College of London that was retracted after Oxford proved it was wrong. That's the only reason that we had the lockdowns. They predicted over 100 million dead bodies. Hospitals were not going to be able to keep up with with cases. Bodies are going to be piled up in the hallways, out on the streets. None of that is true. All of that is false. The Royal College apologized for their study. They retracted it. And yet the governments maintain this lockdown policy, which we know does not work. There isn't any evidence that the lockdowns prevented cases of the virus none there are in the most kind studies there are the assumptions that the lockdowns did prevent icu beds from being filled up as much as they were but we now know that the virus doesn't kill everybody indiscriminately we know that it targets a very small subsection of the population we know this and here's dr fauci out there saying the exact opposite And he's saying you can't do something that Sweden has already done successfully. Now, I know that Sweden's a smaller country than we are. I get that. But they also have less medical resources than we have. So it's not out of the realm of possibility or out of reason to look at what Sweden has done. And I know that there's a bunch of, Sweden's having a spike, Sweden's having a spike. There's like 500 cases, guys. It's, It's really not a spike at this point if it turns into it we'll let you know but but at this point in time sweden is the only western country that has had an outbreak that has beaten it new zealand never really had a major outbreak got more coming up 95.3 mnc And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. So it looks like we didn't have enough time to get to that Pennsylvania mayor who fired her police chief because the wife is pro-Trump. So we will forward that to tomorrow's show. We'll cover that. Uh, we also have the latest research on sugar and high fructose corn syrup. And it's probably going to reaffirm what many of you already know and maybe enlighten some of you who don't know so we'll talk about all of that much much more tomorrow Um, looks like we might have some breaking news tomorrow as well i'm also continuing to monitor what's happening in alaska with these earthquakes so again keep an eye on that story throughout the evening as you will and stay tuned to 95.3 mnc for the latest breaking news tonight throughout the evening and then tomorrow with michiana's morning news and don't forget to follow me online TheBurningTruth.us or CaseyHendrickson.com. It's Bill O'Reilly and the O'Reilly Update. Have a good night.